There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with... Chul! I don't know. Is it time for monsters? Uh, actually, it's 11.51 a.m. on October 1st. It's officially Halloween, motherfuckers. <laughs> so now that you guys know that we record this a week in advance, yeah. what, what do we got today, Alex? Uh, honestly, like nothing phases me anymore. This is... this. I'm uninspired by this monster, if I'm going to be 100% honest. Because it's like, I named him Cthulhu Peon. Because he's like a Cthulhu-Scorpion hybrid. Yeah. I mean, to me, everything about this dude says, I'm a lobster, except for its posture. Yeah. Like, to me, like, if you were playing a game of Guess Who, and this creature was on the board, and a lobster was on the board, you would have the same group of questions, and you'd get to them at the end. You'd be yeah. like, oh. Does uh, this one have tentacles? Yeah. Does this one have two claw-like pincers? Like, does this one have a heart out of carapace? Like, yeah, it does. Does it have a thin chitinous tail? Like, yeah. Does it flare out it? Yes. It's just, it's just a freaking yeah, lobster. Like, I, this is not, it's not, I'm not shocked by anything anymore. I feel like the description, I'm just going to be like, yeah, okay. Like, there's so many <laughs> scarier things happening in the world right now that this is like, yeah. Yeah. It basically is a lobster with like long flagellum tentacle thingies yeah. hanging out of its mouth. And then it's upright posture of like an excited cartoon puppy. Yeah. Like it just saw a squirrel, but hasn't decided if it's going to chase it. It's or like, not. ah, squirrel. <laughs> but, um, it, but it's just a lobster boy. Yeah. Like it's got a sh- exoskeleton, like a hard exoskeleton that houses our Lord and Savior Cthulhu inside. Like that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, zero out of 10 would not recommend, but honestly, like I don't really care. No, I, to me, like even knowing that this thing is like, I don't know, 10 feet. 10 feet long or so? Yeah. I'm just still like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, well, it's, what? lobsters get big, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, from like toe to tail, like, who cares? Who, like, get, who like, gives a shit? There's bigger millipedes in the world. That's horrifying. <laughs> that is actually scary. Like, that is scarier than this. Wait, did you say a millipede is longer than 10 feet? There are giant ones. Yeah. In the Amazon. But aren't they like, like a foot long? No, they're huge. There's like huge ones. Oh. Like massive. Have you never looked at don't you know what don't are you thinking of boa constrictors no i'm not thinking of boa constrictors fuck (laughs) okay and boa constrictors don't really scare me anyway they're pretty cute no but they're really long snakes are cute i like snakes uh Um, what did you say you thought this guy was called cthulhu peon oh right okay because i know we're in c we are he's uh i mean you're not right but you're also kind of right at the same time it's called a chewel a chewel? Uh, like C-H-U-U-L. Like, C-H-U-U-L. Like a jewel that you can chew on, but it's not spelled that way. A chewel. Or okay. like school, I guess, would be a better 
<laughs> shul. <laughs> but it's a, a shul or I don't know. Probably some people pronounce it chel, but like that seems stupid. It, there's two U's, not two L's. Well, some people pronounce Kyle Keel, so. Only the French. And, I, only, and, and o- only my grade four French teacher. Yeah. Whatever you say, Keel. Um, so I've got some stats. Yeah, what do you think it's good at? Yeah, strength. Um, I put coconut crab pincers generate up to an estimated 740 pounds of force. Okay. That's a lot of force. There's a lot of force. And coconut crabs are huge. So I imagine that this is also pretty, pretty strong. Yeah. Um, dexterity, I wrote big claws, no fingers. Uh, <laughs> okay. Constitution, I wrote can kill, an a- can kill a human. Um, in fact, there's a theory that, the, that Amelia Earhart was torn apart by coconut crabs. <laughs> That's a theory. Wait, a and there real actually theory? Is, yes, and there actually is um, a case of a coconut crab killing a uh, man. Hold, hold up. I just want to go back to this Amelia Earhart thing. Wait, really, though? The most horrific story of all just might be the answer to one of history's great mysteries. Oh, that's funny. History's great mysteries. Um, in 1940, researchers found a fractured skeleton on Nikumaroro Island that had been to- that had been torn apart limb from limb. It's widely believed that this was the body of Amelia Earhart and that she had been torn apart by coconut crabs. You just had that ready to go? Yeah. Look, I'm fucking, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I show up. I do my research. Um, that's insane. I have never heard that theory before. Yeah. Um, so intelligence, they're actually, uh, I thought it was just like ghosts. Like I thought just ghosts got her. I thought that was the leading theory. I don't think that's a, that's not a very scientific theory. No, but it seems just as plausible. I guess. <laughs> Realistically, like, her ship went down in the ocean. She drowned, but yeah, she got, and she is the cause of all the ghost ships. Yeah. Yep. Bermuda triangle or something like that. Something like that. All right. Intelligence. Um, uh, they're actually coconut crabs are endangered. Because uh, humans hunt them, but they're not really like delicious. So I think yeah, they just, they just rip people apart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, we don't kind of, want that. They're like they're like dangerous. So yeah, I guess you wouldn't really want them like in your house. Um, charisma. It's hard to talk with tentacles in your mouth. Just ask any anime girl. Honestly, God any animated it. character. Uh, wisdom. Eh, Probably not. I mean, yeah. Uh, Although the Cthulhu part might add some wisdom, you know, because you're all knowing and sentient being. You you pretty much nailed it. Yeah. Uh, their no, strength. I'm getting, I'm getting good at this. Their strength is a plus four. Yeah. So huge. like, yeah. Uh, their dexterity is zero because yeah, no fingers. Uh, constitution plus three in- intelligence negative three. Uh, charisma negative three. Oh, like of course, of course, of course, and wisdom is a zero. So like you crushed it. Yeah. You. You took a swing and you launched it out of the park. Yep. That had like 105 mile an hour exit velocity. Wow. I don't know what that means. It's all baseball stuff. It means it was good. It means you hit the ball good. Yay, me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, do you want to learn about this thing? Yeah, okay. Okay. Do you remember the Aboleth? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who don't, uh, the Aboleth is like a lamprey squid hybrid nightmare fish. Yeah. Um, So... Back in the good old days when yeah. the Aboleth ruled the world, yeah. uh, there were also regular crustaceans hanging around. Yeah. And then one day the Aboleth was like, let's do some experiments on lobsters. And that's pretty much how they came about. Their experiments that the Aboleth did. Uh, and you might be wondering why Aboleth decided to conduct experiments to give like an extreme deep sea makeover to these lucky little lobsters. Yeah. Um, 
Well, despite how powerful the Abolith were, yeah. uh, they only ruled the waters. So they couldn't get up on land and walk around and like take over people's minds up in the mountains and stuff. So they did what any mad scientist would do. Crab people. And made crab people. Uh, they set out to create loyal and obedient servants in order to impose their will on land-dwelling creatures as well. Uh, so they gave the lobsters sentience. And then since the lobsters were so happy about their upgrades, uh, they internalized all the thoughts and beliefs of the Aboleth mm-hmm. and have followed their directive unflinchingly until this day. That's terrifying. It is. Uh, Aboleths are just basically dictators. Well, I guess maybe I'm a little more scared, but I think that the idea of just like the Aboleth existing in water, like I feel like I can handle like a land monster, but like a water monster is a whole other thing. Yeah, well, it's so much harder to fight in water. Yeah, I mean, you can't even run in water. Have you tried? It's hilarious. I, no, I mostly try to swim in water. <laughs> do you remember when I tried to we tried to do the the dirty dancing lift and like I was like running in the water, but I wasn't <laughs> yeah. getting anywhere. I was like, eh. the problem, yeah. that's so dangerous though because if you want to run, you're going to be in shallow water, then we're both going to fall and hurt ourselves. Yeah. But if we're in deep water, you can't run. That movie is not an accurate representation of running in water. Also, I would never be in deep water. That's horrifying. Please don't ever bring that up again. <laughs> Uh, so the Chul's job was to scour the globe to collect magics and enslave other sentient beings and convert them to the Church of Aboleth. Cthulhu. Um, although, I mean, like, I guess it's not really, like, a church. Um, it's more like a brainwashing cult. Take me to church. It's so I, more like a brainwashing cult with a knife. So, like, a church, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cults are churches. But, like, they don't have, like, a building they go to one day a week or whatever. Mm. Um, online cult. So back when we covered the Aboleth, we learned that the Aboleth empire came crashing down when the gods showed up and the gods saved people from their tyranny. Uh, although like if we're being honest, I don't think the gods saved everyone to be nice. I'm pretty sure they just showed up and were like, Hey, those people can't be in your cult. I want them in my cult. But like, however it played out, the Aboleth fell and everyone just kind of forgot about the Chul. Um, and by everyone, I mean the Aboleths and the gods. And they just kind of let this thing, like, walk around. Because uh, everyone was just kind of like, oh, good, the Aboleths were gone. And then one dude's like, oh, we're going to do anything about these uh, these lobster boys? And they're like, oh, the, the lobster dogs, you mean? Nah, they're fine. <laughs> uh, except they're not fine. No. They're, uh, they still collect people. <laughs> they collect treasures. They don't know any better. And they collect magic and hoard them away in order to gain power. Uh, they hang out in old Aboleth ruins, and whenever some dumb Indiana Jones, Nathan Drake, Laura Croft wannabe shows up uh, to seek out the words. treasures. A lot of names. <laughs> uh, well, they're all the same. They're all the same person, essentially. Yeah. Uh, they seek out, or when they show up to seek out treasures and artifacts hidden in the old empire buildings, uh, the Chul murder them without hesitation. You know who else should be added to that group? I just feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I guess, but he does more than just look for treasure. He is the treasure. I was Isn't that... I didn't make this connection earlier, but it's like Davy Jones, he's got like the like the tentacle beard. Yeah, he does. In like the third second i don't remember how many pirates of the caribbean movies have there been it was the second one yeah that was a good one i think um yeah i don't know the first two were good i think and then after that i don't remember a single thing about them yeah so probably the rest of them weren't very good Mm -hmm. 
Um, anyway, chules mostly act under their own free will at this point. Uh, but if they happen to come across one of the few Aboleth that survived the culling, they'll immediately submit to the Aboleth's will because an Aboleth's psychic bond is eternal and there is no escape. <laughs> um, and they're poisonous and they're 10 to 15 feet long. Yeah. So, I mean, out of all of that, I feel like poison and big is the least scary part yeah. about them. Yeah. Yeah. And even like the Minecraft, like, I don't care. Like, fight me. Like, fucking come at me. Like, you don't have any fingers. Like, try. Try. Yeah, like, I feel like... Shoot off the claws and they're fucking helpless. Like, done. You can make it a pet. You know how they remove stink glands from skunks? Like, cut these guys' claws <laughs> off. Like, I guess so. Game over. He's not going to eat me. Like, he can't hold me in place to eat me. Like, <laughs> when's he going to do? Well, I, I think his tentacles are poison. Honestly, so, like, if he slaps you around with his wet poison tentacles... I'm going to cut those off, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is horrible. Friend or a fiend? Um, like, like, I don't really, uh, I guess he's a fiend because like aboliths are super fiends, but like not as fiendish as an abolith. Like abolish, aboliths are God th- fiends. You know what I mean? And I feel like he's like, he's like an underling, you know, like he doesn't really know what he's doing. He's not smart. So it's not like he's actually doing it out of like spite. He's just doing it out of creation. You know, he doesn't know any better. Yeah. See, I was... I was 100% like set on naming him a fiend, but then the more I read about them, the less sure I was. Yeah. And then I, I thought of the words lobster dog, and I was like, hold up. Like, yeah. I'm into it. Because, yeah. like, here's the thing. Like, I'm sure it would take a while to train them. <laughs> but if you did, they have demonstrated that they are extremely loyal yeah. and very willing to blindly follow your will. So, like, if you're a good person... You could theoretically have a pet chul that is a very good boy. Yeah. And instead of bringing you slaves and magic items, they could make you like, I don't know, just bring you not bad magic items, I guess. Yeah, bring me good magic items. So like, I'd say, I'd say that they have definite friend potential. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's worth the effort to make them your friend. Oh, put them at a 6.5 out of 30. I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah. But like, if you have the time and the healing potions, like, why not give it a shot? Yeah, why not? Um, just make sure you keep them away from the ocean because they'll go back to the Aboleth faster than Harley Quinn goes back to the Joker. Oh, ouch. <laughs> All right. Um, do I have a question for this one? No. I mean, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just like, live your best life. Like, do what you want to do, but like, be safe, you know? <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. How much butter do you think you would need to make this thing taste good? Honestly, like, probably a lot because coconut crabs aren't really delicious and i've basically decided that this is just a coconut crab <laughs> okay. um so probably a lot but honestly i don't even think like even if you had a lot of it like i don't know if it would make a difference because it'll just be he just you think it'll be tough meat also i think if you were to eat it like it probably would somehow like put you under control of the apolith that's that is a good point yeah i don't think you should eat these things probably not think about how much meat is in those claws though no no it's not gonna be good it's gonna be gross yeah, I guess. Not worth it. Definitely don't add this to the cool burger menu. <laughs> don't give Croy any ideas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's everything then, I think. Yeah. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. That's from another podcast. I just stole that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at Dark Vision Cast. <laughs>